With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Testing, testing, one, two. Mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Market Show. I am your host. Latrell Samuels. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit distracted today uh, with my co-host. Karan Johnson. Okay, we're going to get straight into it today. I ain't wasting no time. <laughs> but before I get there, let me not be rude. How was your week, Karan? Actually, two weeks. We haven't physically recorded a podcast in two weeks. Yeah, you're right. Uh, my week was interesting this week. Um, I've... Uh, Officially started my investment journey. Uh, what company you went with? Uh, what's the company called? Uh, what well, a company you're holding your 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 brokerage account into? Let me ask that. Uh, be with TD Ameritrade. Oh, okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Any, I I, I hate to go deep into it because now I can could be a whole episode about stocks. Right. Um, what stock did you buy? Just one. Uh, I can name two. I'm going to start with uh, Apple and Microsoft. You bought whole shares, or no. just like a percentage of it? I'm going to start with a percentage and go for. Oh, that. okay. All right, all right. Moving on up in the world, you got it right at the right time when the 14 came out. Uh, two days ago, I believe. E- they did the. Keynote on the seventh, and I think it dropped a couple of days ago. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think when I bought it the 14, it will be probably two three years old. It looks like a, a decent a decent phone, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm. I think the only thing out the new lineup that I'll probably upgrade to probably be the Ultra Watch at some point. And maybe possibly the AirPod too. But oh, yeah, as far as the phone, probably won't get that probably to either next year or the year after. Oh. My phone's still running fine, so. So I'm a little burnt out on all these upgrades. I, I think I'm all right with my my little 13 Pro Max. I'm 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 gonna stick around. And what I do hate though is when you go to the Apple store and you try to buy an Apple official case because mm. like I could put a battery, a MagSafe battery back here. Mm. They stopped selling the phones, the the previous edition phone cases at Apple. So then you got the that. one with the uh, MagSafe already yeah, on the back of like, it. It's like so I'm I'm guaranteeing the money. So they be like, well, we don't have no more 13 cases. And I'm like, well, they ain't the 13. Now. It's like they completely just disregard the last <laughs> edition and force everybody to go up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then the thing about it, what changes on the phones? Like the thickness changes only by a few millimeters, something super small. Yeah. But if we. <laughs> Forces your hand. Uh, I'll give you a. I'll tell you off air a brand, a case I normally have as like a secondary. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Let's see, do it work MagSafe? Yeah. Okay. If it works MagSafe, then yeah, I'll take it because I. Sometimes when I'm in the airport, I'll charge my battery. You see my little white MagSafe mm-hmm. battery? Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. be in the airport and instead of trying to rush and find a USB port, which Delta's doing better about putting those seats at the airports. Mm-hmm. And at so, the terminals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elvis is doing better. But some, sometimes you, you won't find them right away. Or it's like they're all full. Right. And so sometimes I'll just put that battery in the back of there. Because yeah. I have a portable charger, charger 
So if it's like an emergency, I'll just do the portable charging the phone. But as my portable charger is in my book bag, mm. I'll have that hooked up to the MagSafe battery. So right. I'll start the MagSafe battery. That'll get it up to 90%. That at least will get me to where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't did like a four or five hour flight just yet. You know they had like the case that already had like the battery built into it? Yeah, but I ain't want nothing that heavy. I ain't gotcha. nothing bulking out of my pocket. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when I usually when I have the MagSafe battery, I'm holding it in my hand. Mm-hmm. Or I could squeeze it in my pocket, but like mm-hmm. my back pocket. But that the case they used to have, I'm like that. It looked a little bulky. It felt like grandmama's old nickel purse in your back pocket. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I don't want those problems. Right. I would talk about San Antonio, but I don't. I'll wait to another time. I may blog that one. Okay. Did you um? Did you look at that that uh that homework I I I gave to you? Yeah, I looked it up. So something hit me this morning, early this morning, and I don't know if I want this to be the podcast type like because so much has happened in a matter of two weeks. Yes. Um, I went out of town. We lost a rapper. Um. And TikTok will show you some stuff. Like mm. I used to think, like you can go down a rabbit hole with YouTube, but if you like, I I don't know why. I searched this guy's name mm-hmm. for Charleston White. Oh, he is hilarious. When I saw I went down a rabbit, like, when I went to Guitar, Guitar store this morning uh-huh. and came back, I was just, I just TikTok charging right. And I'm trying to went down a rabbit hole. like, man, this dude is off the, the chain. chain. Yes. The- <laughs> and he ended up, something happened to him, I think, either last night or yesterday. Did it? Yeah, he ended up shooting himself in the strip club. <laughs> had to go to the hospital. Um, Jesus, fix it, man. <laughs> um, uh, but not not necessarily talking about him. I just went down a rabbit hole of just a lot of stuff this morning. But mm-hmm. the first thing that hit me this morning was, and no shot to this brother, no, nothing, nothing bad about him. I really want to talk about this because I. I I just don't see it in Atlanta, but I, I, you hear about it other places, and it kind of kind of goes along with what just happened with the rapper getting shot in L.A. Okay. And it's a, it's a culture thing. Mm-hmm. And so before I go there, I just want to say, anybody that has been listening to this podcast for some time or you've just started tuning in, this podcast is not to persuade anybody anyway. It's just to give you an hour or maybe 30 minutes or maybe 45 minutes of content to make you think mm-hmm. about the alternative right uh have you tried this you know you've done it this way maybe there's another way um if you do not agree with anything we say or our, our methods you know that's on you if you do we appreciate it mm-hmm. like comment subscribe share whatever you can do right but i don't want nobody to ever feel like we're just necessary calling people out and saying you're stupid right um right. you know we've we've woof, we had our time of <laughs> we've had our time of messing some stuff up and so yeah. we're, we've just gotten to the point where we we got our hand on figuring some stuff out and so I don't ever want to come off as hypocritical mm-hmm. to tell you to do something and it's like well I just found this information out um, but the thing I want to talk about today is so every time we see Dame Dash on the interview this man is talking about being a boss Yeah, he's iced out he got the, the French bulldog. He just talking about being a boss, talking about being a boss. And so I know you sent me a clip or you sent me the entire episode of him on Earning Leisure. Um, I've seen clips on him just recently on Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. And his man is always talking about ownership and being a boss. Mm-hmm. He, he just talk a lot. And so I was wondering that him and Jay-Z you know, once pretty much, I was about to say a power couple. <laughs> Take that back, Jesus. <laughs> but they were in a friendship, and they, they built Rockefeller together. Right. So I'm like, you you have one, I guess, was supposed to be the business mind, and one was supposed to be the musical mind. And, you know, we now hear from the quote-unquote business mind, Dame Dash. Mm-hmm. And so something just told me, like, look up this man's net worth this morning. And I'm $100,000. Mm-hmm. Is that the number that you saw? Yeah. And then I looked up Jay Z's net worth, one point three billion dollars. Right, around the same number you looked up. Yeah. And this kind of goes along with our culture. Okay. And why I really don't like to do 
these type of black, predominantly black and black and white, and just comparison episodes. Um, I'm main, I'm mainly focused on helping us right. get to a better place. Right. Because I know us. I've been black almost 31 years. It'll be 31 years Monday. Right. And so that's that's all that I know. I can't mm-hmm. tell you about anybody because I haven't lived their experiences. Right. But for this man to go on these these. He talks so much about being a boss. Mm-hmm. And your network, net worth, I'm sorry, doesn't come close to the things you talk about. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Jay-Z is over here <laughs> getting people lawyers, getting people out of jail, networking with the NFL, has a deal with the NFL, um, has several deals in place. Um, partnership with with music execs, partnership with uh, alcoholic beverages. This man has art. He has a family. You don't see Jay Z doing that many right. interviews. You don't really see Jay Z a whole lot. He may do a feature here and there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of features, God did. My Lord. Um, oh yeah, he did his thing on that one. And I listened to the whole thing, and it was like it was not interesting. You could tell when Jay Z started rapping, they just let him go. Because everybody was like at a few bars and so Jay Z was just like, it's like I ain't even want to hear the rest of the album. I was like, I'm good, I'm good on the rest of the album. <laughs> but I was just thinking about there's so many people in our community that mm. man, we do talk so much, right? Talk so much about what you're doing, what you got. You a boss? I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Mm. And you ain't got nothing, right? You ain't got nothing. But here it is, the man over here, he's being quiet, he's being humble, he stayed to himself. Mm-hmm. This man's worth $1.3 billion. Nope. And he ain't got to tell you he's worth that. Nope. So I, and then I, I, when, I, when I researched that, did that information this morning, and then uh, I, I wish we can go back to a time where there wasn't, where social media wasn't a focus. Now, although, I did go down that Charleston White rabbit hole today. Mm-hmm. There was one thing he said, which matches up. I had a conversation with my realtor this week, and she kind of said some long things. Charleston White said, kids out here playing with guns, but won't play with Legos. Mm-hmm. He said, Legos is where you get your critical thinking skills from. Right. Only thing you learn from a gun is how to kill somebody. Ain't no, ain't no critical thinking thought in that. I mean, unless mm-hmm. you... You really not about that life. You trying to figure out how to. Mm-hmm. But it's like you ain't got to. Ain't nothing you got to figure out when you had a gun in your hand. Right. And my realtor, we was talking about that loan program. I'm telling you that I do not care. Did I talk to you about the loan program? Which one? The not the because it's not the it's, Bank of America. The other one because the Earl Leisure forward a post about it too. The one with the the black owned company. Yeah. Gotcha. I think I told my mom about it. We'll, we'll talk about it offline. Okay. Um, she was like, you know, people really don't care about character anymore. They just care about how much money you make. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to, I don't want to kill Dame Dash because of how much money he makes or he doesn't make. Right. But his character puts out this facade like, I got it. I'm doing this. I'm making boss moves. Mm-hmm. And you really not. Right. And so. You know, my kid watches a lot of YouTube. Pretty sure there are other kids out. I've seen many kids. I've seen this, this little Mexican guy had his mom's cell phone. And I'm talking about it was up so loud that I couldn't even hear myself think. So our kids are exposed to, it used to be a time where we're growing up, we're only exposed to the, the So world. much, right. Yeah, we, we're supposed to, when we step outside the door. Yeah. We go to the store with our mom and dad or whatever. But now you can literally be in your house and still be exposed to yeah. stuff outside your house. Mm-hmm. And so I was just trying to figure out in helping us make better decisions. Okay. How do we, in the conversation not about being a millionaire or not, it's not even about being a billionaire. If God God bless you to the point, but focus more on the character than trying to... Are you saying how, how do we as a community build more or build better character traits? Yeah. Because, I mean, between... 
And I mean, from what I know, nothing has happened with Dame Dash, but it's just, I've seen some of the interviews where he talked like, I'm a boss, I'm a boss, I'm a boss, I'm a boss, I'm a boss. Mm. But your character suck. Mm. You know, we, we record of how you treat people. You really ain't got it like to say you do. You know, you got to come in with the chains, the dog, and all this stuff in the interview. And it's like, you really ain't got it to the rapper recently just being killed. Man got robbed for a chain. Yeah. It's like, and you know, we saw interviews after that where people were like, well, I don't even go to that side of LA. Or I, I wouldn't. I stay in LA. I wouldn't even go. Yeah, to that, like, they said that's the Roscoe's to avoid. Yeah, and it's like, so how do we <clears throat> get back to a point of building character? Because, and not trying to, first of all, if you persuade that you're this type of way, somebody gonna come. And, <laughs> it's not funny, but somebody is gonna be interested in, in seeing. Yeah, they gonna test you. Yeah. <laughs> Come see about you. Yeah. That's my grandma would say. Yeah. You're going to make me come see about you, boy. Yeah. And so it's just so much that happened two weeks, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just need a, a mental break. I, I already don't watch news, but. Right. How do we get our kids to focus more on character? And I know it starts at home. Yeah. But focus on your character. You start by, one, setting the example. Two, uh showing them others like you, bringing them around certain circles, introducing them in doses, essentially giving them medicine inside the candy, mm -hmm. and just starting early, mm -hmm. early and often, mm -hmm. putting them in environments to where they see not only uh, new and different opportunities, they see people like them, doing these opportunities. Mm -hmm. So one, they see something that's possible, see somebody like them uh, to s see and show that it's possible. And three, it's going to eventually, over time, if that's something they want to do, you know, further on down the line, mm -hmm. that's going to give them more incentive to continue doing what they're doing because you're seeing the results and the change and what it brings ultimately. Mm. That's a good point because <laughs> it's funny. Bella, Bella's starting to register the work that I do mm. and the rewards from the work that I do. Um, you know, when we think about the places of where she's been, mm. um, she's been a lot of places that some people don't go in a lifetime. Right. And then she realized what I do, what her mom is going to school to do, mm. and. The, the things we're able to do versus maybe some of her friends or maybe certain people in the family. And she's like, Trail, you make a lot of money. I was like, <laughs> we blessed. Yeah. Let's just say that. Right. I, I, I won't say that I'm making a lot of money, but we're blessed. Um, but I'm getting to the point where I'm, I may have to like reel back in that iPad. Yeah. And YouTube, because I don't want to expose you to too much, too much too soon. And I also want you to understand that there's a genuine amount of work. Yeah. And you know what you do? Like you said, you scale it back. But you substitute it. Substitute it with stuff you ultimately wanted to learn, but make it fun. Make it digestible. Like, okay. okay. That baby don't like learning. <laughs> baby don't. Say, for instance, okay, say you want to start teaching her about investing early on. Start just doing small stuff. Uh... What does green mean? Green means up. Red means down. Mm -hmm. Just doing little small stuff like that and asking her, hey, what stuff do you like? What stuff do you like to use? Uh, she may be like, oh, I like, uh, I'm trying to think what kids would like these days. I'm glad you said that because I, I never I need to realize how much Mattel stock is. Yeah. Just be like, hey, I like twenty dollars. I'll go ahead and buy some of that on Monday. Let's just say she's into dolls. Hey, I like Mattel, I like dolls, or you got some chicks that like cars. Uh I like Hot Wheels. Mm. Something like that. And you start saying, Okay. And you pick her brain a little bit, see what stuff she likes in detail about it. And then slowly start bringing that stuff around her and showing her what comes from it and how to get this kind of stuff. But I mean, not just on a, a money tip like character, like treating people. Like, 
And this is the thing. This is what I, I don't like. This is what we get caught up on. Okay, I got so, you. So we get caught up on the money part, but money is so plentiful. There, I'm, there are so many opportunities where you can make money. Right. But I'm glad you said that. Far as you know, treating people. Now I see where you're going with it. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You you get that from starting in home. Her seeing how you treat her mom, how you treat her grandma, mm -hmm. how you treat your mom, just any female companion or woman in your life in general that's, you know, not her or her mom or mm -hmm. just how you treat people in general. Kids see and pay attention to way more now than you know, we or our parents ever did with their parents back in the day. So it starts at home first and foremost. And the more she sees you or her mom or her grandparents treating people the right way, doing right by people, uh, and sees the results from it and sees the good and greatness that comes from it, she'll pick up on that and continue to build on it and even expand it. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I just, I don't think it's a character flaw. I think it's, it's not a character flaw because some people, like if your parents grow up mm. and your parents like nice things and you see your parents buying nice things, when you grow up eventually, you know, you would take on that trait. Yeah, yeah, of course. But what I'm, what I am interested in. Are you trying to say, for uh, how do you balance that out? Mm, in so many words somewhat i just don't so in in okay character side switching back over to the money side i just want us to be care careful because sometimes we'll 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 give kudos and we'll give praises to the person that has money mm -hmm. with a messed up character right but sometimes the person with the best character may not have the most money but we mm. kind of we we down them well, that goes back to uh, what... Not I, the most money, like the flash is. Yeah, that goes back to what Ali Sadiq said on the 85 South Show a few weeks ago. He said a lot. Yeah. He said a whole lot. I'm, I'm, I still got to go back. But, I, I, like, again, going back to Dame Dash. Right. The man is very flashy. The man mm. is always talking about what I got and the facts. Mm -hmm. So you don't have what you have. And a lot of times, and I, this is the root of what I'm trying to get to, a lot of times our kids, not even our kids, our kids, our teens, some adults fall for the Dame Dash persona. Mm -hmm. I got to have the nicest house. I got to have the, I got to have, not even the nicest house. I got to have the biggest house. I got to have the best car. I got to have the flashiest jewelry. And at the end of the day, when you die, We still gotta, we gotta get a GoFundMe together to to bury you. Yeah, like you and ain't got no insurance. A lot of that comes from. Uh, how can I say this? No, 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 no. Don't take your time. Just <laughs> say it. A lot of that stuff comes from, just over time, us glorifying certain things and certain lifestyles. To where, like you said, you have to have the nicest car, the biggest house, essentially uh, the largest, largest bank account. But at the same time, like you said, perception is now reality. People think you have it a certain way when you really don't. I just don't think this is what MLK was fighting for. The civil rights movement was fighting for opportuni opportunities, equality. The ability to go to work, the ability to be an engineer, uh, the ability to be a doctor, the ability to go to classrooms with people that don't look like mm -hmm. you, the ability to sit at a restaurant with people that don't look like you. Dot and Martin Luther King did not fight, as well as others, for us to be out here, essentially what I like to call peacocking. Yeah, yeah. You hit it dead on the head, peacocking. Like, there's so there's so many opportunities mm -hmm. to work in this that like companies are. Oh yeah, they they looking for people left and right. I and just turned down a gig for ninety four thousand mm -hmm. three days ago. 
I declined it right. because I'm fine. I finally in a position where I can do the work that I want to do, how I want to do it, when I want to do it. Right. But there's so many people out here, you don't want the work, but you want the money. Mm-hmm. And you go on Instagram and you see somebody like Dame or anybody else that they got it or they, they portray in a certain image when they really don't have it. And then you go out there and you swipe on the credit cards. You get in lines of credit. You know you can't pay back. Mm-hmm. You get in the LLC just to get business credit, just to buy a Tesla. And you don't even have business income. And you're doing all this to portray an image. And at the end of the day, you still you still broke. Yeah. Like, you you really ain't got it. Like And I get pissed off at least once or twice a week with Instagram. And I delete it off my phone because, like, I I work with real people that got it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, they can die today, come back tomorrow, die again, and come back, and they still got it. Right. These people are wearing Wrangler jeans, <laughs> <laughs> USPA, not Ralph Lauren, USPA, mm-hmm. some $20 shoes. The most expensive thing they may have on is a watch, if that. Watch or a ring. Watch or a ring, depending on if they. And they, their character is not rooted in their bank account or the possessions or the assets that they have. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we're over here talking about. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How laws are not for us, how we keep getting incarcerated, how they, 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 they keep doing this. And it's like, bro... At some point, you, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You got to stop trying to... Real life isn't in what you got. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about character, I'm talking about being a whole individual, not letting stuff dictate you as a human being. That's what right. I'm talking about. Gotcha. Okay. So to help us, because mm-hmm. like a young man just got robbed broad daylight for essentially what was jury... Mm-hmm. That I just found out was fake. It wasn't even <laughs> real jury. Perception, man. Perception is hell. So I'm like, <laughs> it's not funny because he lost his life. He, he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. A man got robbed for fake jury in broad daylight. Now, he may not have been a part of lifestyle, but you know, once you. I'm going to get in trouble for this. Once you get in, in part of the industry and they want you to push a certain image, the tattoos, the jury, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it, it comes with it. You may not even be a part of that. You may go home to your little house or suburbs and you good, but when that mic come on, that, that camera's in your face, this is the image I should portray. And I'm, I'm just furious with us because I'm like, bro, this is not what our ancestors meant by... We want equality. We want better. And look, mind you, I understand everybody ain't gonna get it. Yeah. Everybody ain't gonna have an. Everybody ain't gonna buy that set. Right. Everybody can't be a business. Somebody got to season them fries. Yeah. Because I like seasoning my fries. Right. So I know Same I'm here. not gonna do it. Right. 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 <laughs> Somebody got to do it. Hmm. But for the ones that are capable and able to, we have to figure out, and not just me and Karan, Whoever's listening to this episode or you're watching, we got to figure out a solution of turning some of our young people around before it's too late. Because I fear that social media is going to ruin them. It's going <laughs> to, if it hasn't already. It's, 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 it's to the point now where, bruh, honestly, initially we were on it, or I was on it initially in the infant stages. Mm-hmm. You know, and late middle school early high school when it days. meant nothing to us it yeah was like, oh i got a master's paid but <laughs> yeah yeah or even the early days of ig and twitter yeah in college it, it was just a 
an app, it's like, oh, okay, you see a picture or a funny video, uh, that's cool. But now it's, man, it, it's really. It's their Bible. Yeah. Yeah. It's their Bible. I wake up, Instagram. I go to sleep. Before I go to sleep, Instagram. Hey man, I'm I'm telling you, man, it's not it's not healthy to. Well, I know on my mom's day it was keeping up with the Jones. It's 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 that same it's that same phrase and principle. It's just and online now. It's the same ideology. I don't want us to get caught in trying to keep up with comparison. A, an image yeah. that's not real. Right. When you can. You can have a job making fifty thousand dollars a year. You can have a job making sixty thousand dollars a year. You don't even if you don't go to college and get a four year degree, you become an electri- electrician, mm-hmm. become a plumber. If you want to be honest, the guys making the real money, the plumbers, the electric Yeah, the trades. You wouldn't you, we you'll never run out of opportunity as a, and now that I think about it, if I was really interested, I would go back and get my elect- electrician's license. Mm-hmm. You never run out of work. Nope. Somebody always gonna need an a- HVAC fix. Yep. If that ain't if that ain't bad during the summer or the summer runs out, winter coming. Somebody gonna need a heater fix. Yep. Somebody trying to do some work in the house. Somebody trying to do work in the yep. commercial building. Yep. You and then you get a team of guys. You be like, all right, I, I built a company. We get contracts with the local hospital. We got a contract yep. with Tyler Perry Studios. Yep. Yep. But you wanna. Everybody wants to portray what it what it is and they don't want to do the work behind it but then you and i do the work mm. um and it's funny you said and we get robbed yeah <laughs> by those who don't want to put in the work yeah and it's funny you said that because uh matter of fact yesterday when i was having a meeting with the you know my potential financial advisor about yesterday. Say you went up to the meeting no, not that me. Oh, okay. All right. Not so, that me. How the no. queen doing? She yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Slip you know, down. once we got down to the, you know, the finality of it, and uh, the lady was breaking down to me, you know, pricing and everything, how much it would be starting out. And, uh, for her services? Hmm? For her services? For the company they're with in general. Oh, okay, All the okay. stuff they offer and okay, stuff okay. like that. And, uh... I had a moment of hesitancy at first, but what changed my mindset a little bit on it, it was a video I seen from uh, from Cam and Rome off of Door Entertainment, and mm-hmm. it's a segment they do called Boss Talk, and Cam was talking about how, you know, when you want something or something you're really passionate about and potentially want to do, take action and just go for it. And... You know, how long we've been talking about, you know, doing investing and, you know, just making certain changes for the betterment, you know. And just me thinking about it, it's like, okay, this is something I've been talking about for a while now and something I want to do. And just take the initiative, pretty much. Go for it. Don't be hesitant about it. How much are they charging? For the first year, it's a thousand, and then second year, going for after that, it's seven fifty. So, what exactly is she doing? Um, basically, what they'll do, it's through. Uh, my account I have with the company I work for. So essentially what they'll do that first year, uh, we'll meet pretty much once, if not twice a month, and pretty much every quarter discussing on what I would need to do to potentially get to where I want to be as far as my financial goals, essentially. Hmm. And putting plans and all you know the extra stuff in place and I'll tell you more about it offline, but essentially just building and mapping out a plan to where I can have my investments do what they need to do 
and pretty much by the target age I set with her, what I talked with, talked with her yesterday in the meeting, I can have what I have and go ahead and retire, essentially, at least from corporate. We'll talk about that offline. Okay. That sounds fishy as hell. That 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 sounds different. Oh, never mind. It may not be different. I I, I think I get what you're saying now. I believe in that, mm. but I'm a little bit cautious because I know that um. How can I say it? Not that somebody is always trying to trick you or jip you. I'm real cautious about financial advisors, investment advisors. Not saying they don't know what they talk about. I mean, some somebody got to pay somebody for a service. Yeah. And when I get to the point where I don't want to touch touch my stuff anymore, like for example, Chase's threshold is twenty five hundred. Like right. after you invest in twenty five hundred, like you might want to get investors so we can start because at that point. There's fees associated with buying certain stock and in, in, in index funds, and I don't know how we got here, Lord. But there's fees associated with buying certain stocks and stuff. So mm. it's like you know, kind of let us step in and manage this for you because if you do it, you may be hit with a lot of fees, and that may be unnecessary if you. But my 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 um, strategy is just buy and hold. Yeah. Buy and hold. Essentially, yeah. Buy and hold. Unless, I mean, the companies that I've I've, I've bought. I don't think they can be bankrupt anytime soon. There's one that's one uh, Rivian. It's probably the only sketchy stock that I have. Mm-hmm. I take that back. Rivian and Lucid because I have one stock. Or oh, no, no, no. I sold Lucid because I think Lucid is what I had in my Fidelity brokerage account. Chase only have Rivian. Um, Rivian is probably the only company that's like uh, I don't really have their feet on them just yet. It's a little mm-hmm. bit shaky. But I haven't sold anything. I, I, if anything, I bought more. Like, as soon as it dip, I buy, I buy, I buy. And when it goes up, I, I just hold it. I don't, right. I don't sell it. Um, but my investment strategy has mostly been um, passive income. Yeah. So anything that's going to put out some type of dividend, I'm, I'm, I'm buying it. Now, I'm not solely buying just for dividend income. I'm buying in companies that have proven themselves Apple, right, right, of course. Apple, That's what you're supposed to do. Apple, Bank of America, um, Disney, although Disney is not paying out any dividends right now. Um, a few others. And there was a – I mostly invest in REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They pay monthly dividends um, to get that, that dividends going. And then I'm not specifically benefiting from the dividends now. I just have them keep reinvesting. And then at some point I'll be like, okay, just put those bank count and I'll just, I'll count it all joy as uh, <laughs> income. Yeah. But essentially all that, it's just necessary just taking the steps and, you know, moving forward and not just thinking about it. Or but just my thing is, well, let me ask you this. Why, why, what is the hesitation? Like why, why would you be fearful of, taking a step forward because it's not just you there's a lot of um there's a lot of people i interact with us mm-hmm. they're like oh man i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and i'm like all right i don't think none of it and um one guy i can think of in particular used to always say oh man i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and i had to stop talking to him mm-hmm. he's like man why we don't like why you don't i was like bro every time you talk you talk about what you're about to do and all i'm doing this and i'm like you never do it and so right. for me, it gets a little bit irritating. For me, that somebody that's doing, right. I get irritated with you're trying to talk to me or you're interrupting me about what you're planning to do and you mm. never do it. Right. So every time we talk, it's the same conversation. Right. And so I wonder, what's the hesitancy? Is it the fact of you're trying to wait for the 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 most uh, the best time? Because the best time is never going to come. No, like, it's not that. Uh, like buying a house, for example. People's like, oh, the housing market going to crash. It hasn't. It probably won't. Now, the housing prices right now are amazing. You can get, a, you can get 30 or 40% off a of housing price right now. Yep. I was looking at a house 
last month. It's like three seventy five. Looked at it last night. It's like three thirty. Mm-hmm. These people know that they not you not they gonna sell no house. Oh, you won't be selling a house no three seventy five. That house ain't worth that. You better bring that price down. Exactly. So it seems like a lot of people wait for. I gotta wait for the right time, and it's like the right time will will never come or will never present itself. Mm-hmm. And I was I was, was afraid to talk about this because um listen to a. Uh, reading E.T.'s book, U.O.U., uh, which is pretty good so far. And he was saying, like, everything that happened in his life happened in a moment where he felt like he wasn't ready. Yeah. And essentially, certain instances, at least in the last few years, I've had those moments to where I might not have been ready for it, but I made the maneuver anyway and just did it and, you know, learned as I, you know, went through it. Mm -hmm. And ultimately good things came from it mm-hmm. and it's just me making this big decision in my life it's like okay I know I want to build you know financial security and longevity for my family in the future what is holding you back from starting now it's only going to take you okay a small investment this is something that's going to ultimately help you change everything. Just start. Don't hesitate on it. Is it the fear of your own capability? Like the fact that you may have never seen. Like, so I've never seen my mom make the money that I made. I've never seen my mom. We we've rented a house a lot of years. I've never seen my mom in the process of buying a house. So even for me right now, it's, it's scary for me because I'm like... It's just the process, process of new territory. Like you said, un- uncharted waters. Stuff you've never seen before. So it's a lot that comes with it. Like when she was breaking down all the different stuff yesterday, it was a lot of good information. And... It was just a lot to process, and it's stuff I'm willing to learn because that's ultimately what I want to get into and venture into for the future. So it's like I'm excited about it, and just with that excitement, it's just making me realize, like, man, you're really about to get into this, and you're going to thank yourself later for it. Sarate. Um good stuff, man. Hey, if you think it can better you, I mean I say go for it. I say I mean make sure you watch what's what's going on and, and what they're doing because the oh, worst yeah. thing you want to do is pay for a service that's really not benefiting you. Or you don't want to you don't want to establish something too early if it's not I won't say it's never the right time, but if I'm establishing something, it's like me me building a house, and I'm already talking about painting my walls, and mm-hmm. I haven't built a foundation yet. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that before too. It was like, oh, I'm I'm I'm, with we all we kind of see that right now going on this day, where people are starting LLCs and already getting credit, getting lines of credit and buying stuff. But it's like you you don't have any business income. You, you ain't sold, sold a shirt. You ain't sold a MP3. You ain't got no. Yeah, essentially finessing an LLC to fund that lifestyle. Yeah. And, okay. like, you just want to make sure, like, things, I won't say fall in line, but okay. I'm at the, I've, I've reached a tier where, like, okay, I need this. I reached a tier where I need this. Or everybody's so quick in a hurry to, ah. And I'm mm. like, uh, you really don't. You you not that. You close. You mm-hmm. you close. You real close. Or you might you you might be in the ballpark, but not yet. Because if you hit that switch too early, and you're not already managing your finances, you are you're not already. You don't have no idea what you want to do in ten years. Not your case. I'm mm-hmm. actually speaking about somebody else. Yeah. Um. And then you you hit the switch to do this thing. 
And then six months later, you realize that I really wasn't ready for that thing. Like, that's great information that's going to put in place. But it's it's actually taken away from what I wanted to do because I did this early. Now I got to figure out how to get in, get out of this situation. A mutual friend of ours, the Range Rover. Mm-hmm. Remember the Range Rover? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got the Range Rover because I wanted to. And then, what was it, a year later? That was a bad idea. I probably shouldn't have got the Range Rover because mm-hmm. I don't, like you, you got it winning over his head yeah and, yeah. and, and, and when i asked him about it oh god get out of there um he was like well you know you gotta have a range to and i'm like no you don't like what 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 rule book <laughs> which part of the bible that says as a potential businessman you gotta have a range rover you could have had you could have a business with a, a regular toyota mm-hmm and so you got I could have a booming business right now with that Honda in the driveway. Yeah, so <laughs> you you got caught up on the hype and then you no. you jumped on a uh something. Supposedly sweet deal, but essentially you didn't know what come with it till after the fact. With those <laughs> which and and I'm 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 it's kind of made me realize not a car guy cuz everybody know you. Unless you really 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 got it, don't touch no Range Rover cuz no. it's going to be a My headache. brother had one. And that was Petland calling me. I'm not buying a $7,000 dog. <laughs> My brother had one a while back, and uh, the maintenance on it was killing him. And this was a used one at that. This wasn't one that was brand new. In case it was a used Range Rover that somebody gave him, I would have mm-hmm. politely told him, no, thank you. I'm okay with my car. Well, I'm going to sell my car and go get something else. But that's no hint of that. Right. Um, and I'm probably going to have to cut this podcast short because I got some business I need to handle today. And then it's, it's, this is the first night of Fright Fest, so I got to take the baby out because she's been asking about it all week long. Um, take care of your bread, man. Take yeah. care of yourself. Yep. Stop trying to race against time. Listen, the great things happen in the process. It doesn't happen when you finally get to. And I'm getting to the point now where opportunities find me. Yep. I don't have to I don't have to go out there and, and my wife call it hot stuff. She really don't say stuff, she say sugar honey iced tea. Yeah. But I don't have to go out there and do the hot you know what for stuff to come back to me. All right. I like I'm for one, I'm a lifelong student. When I was in high school, I didn't really care for learning. Now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, let me get this certification. Let me think about going back to school, get another degree. Let me, like that's, I just finished uh, Michael Todd's book this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm on Eric Thomas' book. I have four more books on my queue where I'm always learning and, and building myself up with new information. I'm not trying to be on my phone. I really don't care what Charleston White has to say. He's a very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> He's entertaining. Very, very interesting person. Like, I'm getting this knowledge, man, and really understanding how the world really works. And I don't care to be flashy. This is a, this is a Apple Watch. I don't even think this is the latest model. Like, And I don't care to keep up. I don't, I don't care. I checked my bank account this morning, and I'm very happy. Yeah. I'm very happy with my my uh, 401k, mm-hmm. my savings account. I can be able to take care of my family. I can get them whatever they want to eat. We don't have to eat noodles and hot dogs. I can pay my car note. I can pay the rent of this house. And now we're getting to the point where we're trying to save and buy our mm-hmm. own and put plans in place to eventually invest. And nobody on Instagram knows that. Yep. Same here. Nobody see me clocking in to a nine to five. You don't have to. Nobody. And I, I, I post a little stuff here, me going places, but you'll never see me post my car. You'll never see me post my house outside of just this right here. A lot of stuff you won't see, not because I don't care to be flashy. It's not none of your business. Yep. You can inspire people without showing them what you got. Because I, I feel for the for the people in the, the crowd that argue, oh, I'm just trying to inspire somebody. Inspire them to get what you got, tangible stuff that you got that they can't afford. That's not inspiring. Eric Thomas is bi-coastal. How many times have you seen Eric Thomas' house? 
I haven't seen it at all. We don't know where this man lives. We know he's a motivational speaker, and that's it. He yeah. has some relationship with some good people. But I want to get people off stuff, man. Come off of that stuff. Because you're going to... It's going to lead you down a road. It's going to lead you down a path to a cul-de-sac. <laughs> and if you've ever driven down a cul-de-sac, you don't see it coming until you get right in it. And then you realize you got to turn back around. One way in, one way out. I hate the neighborhoods like that. Mm-hmm. And some some are better now because you have the signs that say, hey, no way out. Go down the street. Say no up. outlet. Yeah, no outlet. It's a long street. You're like, okay, I'm good. And you end up in a cul-de-sac. You got to go and go all the way back. And then sometimes when you get back to the intersection, you don't know if I, did I make a left in here? Did I make a right in here? Did I come in straight? That's essentially what you're doing in life. You keep hitting these cul-de-sacs because oh. you think life is about stuff. All right, go on ahead and get your stuff. Stuff depreciate. Real quick. Speaking of stuff, I'm not going to say that live, but I, eBay might be my best friend. Mm. I, I saw something real nice on eBay last night. They only wanted 1000 for it. That's in Florida that I might have to buy it and go pick it up. Um, but that's all I have, man. Karan, you got anything? I mean, that's pretty much it. Follow Charleston White. (laughs) He's a good follow for entertainment purposes. Want a good laugh? Definitely check him out. (laughs) I don't know if if he'd be like really serious, though. That's the thing, though. I think that's jokes on me. Because I don't know if it's entertainment or just like for real. (laughs) It's a little bit of both. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's some wild stuff. But nevertheless, man, we'll see y'all next week. Um, we got a great episode in store for y'all next week. Um, try to get a realtor on to talk about the ins and outs of buying property. Not just your house, but property and building an asset portfolio. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of being said, uh, I'm Latrell. I'm Karai. We'll see y'all next week, man. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace.